Attention, people of Wishing Well. I, Ibasa, have had the pleasure of being your leader for as long as this town has stood. You are a good people. And I have asked very little of you except that you continue to be good. Gather around and I will tell you what I have witnessed. Through the rip caused by the destruction of our beautiful well, I saw Sarah, Ari, and Ray Ray enter a space outside of our reality. They had been led there by the goblin, Robin Goodfellow. And I could see in his eyes, he truly thought that Ari Green would join him there. Everything he had done was to help Ari reach his highest potential. But the goblin knows so little of pain. He underestimated the power of resentment, the desperation of a moth to escape a spider's web. And Ari did escape. With the help of his friends, they overcame all odds and destroyed the invincible prince of chaos. Only a few souls know what happened next. Sarah and Ray returned to the overgrown. The green magic had taken over Ari. His body had become a vehicle the same chaos that drove Robin Goodfellow. I watched on as he intended to carry out his spurned master's plan, but there, in the seed, he had a brief moment of clarity that offered him a choice. He ended his apotheosis so that he would not become the villain he had worked so hard to defeat. As a result, his life burned up in the ether of reality itself. And so now, my friends, it is up to others to save us all in the War of the Wilds. In the cool night air, April Mendez leans against the makeshift outwall that they had built to protect the island. There's still a chunk out of the sign from when Rooster's truck crashed over it, hurtling towards the wild, when Ray, Ari, and Sarah rescued Alti's egg from gear. That chunk functions as a sort of crenellation from which April stares out at the motionless trash golems, which are lit from behind by a hodgepodge of spotlights dug out of various locals' garages. Less than a year ago, she witnessed firsthand what those things are capable of when she found Dump Truck and Sue dead on the beach, an event that haunts her to this day. She had been told that those monsters are on her side now. Someone put a sword in her hand, but no one around her seems to really understand what's about to happen. Donnie Terrence is barely a sheriff, and yet here he is playing the part of a general. The air is thick with uncertainty, as tonight everyone is expected to play a role that they couldn't possibly be ready for. 
Suddenly, the earth shakes and the waves flow backwards off the rocks for a moment. The people of Gullicochica murmur as they look around, terrified of what might be happening. Footsteps. Thunderous footsteps. Large figures stepping carefully over them to join the golems in the bay. These golems, though, aren't made of trash. They have limbs made of ionic columns and joints that are protected by strange shimmering metals. They are larger and look more like war machines than trash monsters. A few minutes prior, back on Little St. Anne, Sarah and Ray stand on the beach staring into the newly created gate to Atlantis, waiting anxiously for Ari Green to join them. Calliope has already taken Seab back to Brittany's medical setup at the Golden Gull so they could both rest after the intense big magic. Marag is also headed that way after knocking out Jill and Crete with her sleep powder. The others amble around, unsure of what can be said to Sarah and Ray. The strange cosmic whirling within the gate is somewhat hypnotic. You can faintly see the green star twinkling, but it's distorted as though you're trying to make out the details inside a marble. There's an abrupt moment where the whole screen is taken up by pulsing sage-colored light, and you can tell that someone's about to step through, but the light quickly fades back into purple. The Atlantean war golems march coldly out, growing as they enter the world until they tower over you and walk without a glance at you toward the front lines. Then comes the Omni, leading ranks of pearlescent Atlantean people wearing hoplites made from their otherworldly metals. Around each person's neck is a voluptuous ruff, and they fill the beach before you can even blink. Out in the waters, their nanotech magic forms ferry boats ready to take everyone back to the main island where the battle will begin. Ray Ray and Sarah. The Omni speaks to you, but they look far into the middle distance as they process the information of thousands of Atlantean eyes marching into battle. I see you have succeeded at what we once thought was impossible. Where is Ari Green? He'll, uh, he'll be here any minute. I know it. I'm still clutching Ray's hand. Uh, well, the magic worked because you're here. Yes. And it was very quick. I'm going to look at Ray. Ray, is he really coming back? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe I need to go back in there. I think they see you looking towards the gate. They say, I'm afraid if wherever you were is back through that gate, it now leads to our home. And Ari Green is not there. He'll turn up. It'll be all right. Um, do we just call you Omni? Do I call you Mr. Sir Omni? What do I call you? Omni is fine. I am all Atlanteans. Look, our our strategy here is that we have to get to Oberon. <laughs> what is her fucking name? Titania. 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 We two of us just said it, and then after we said it, you said it wrong. 
Titania? It's like Tanya. It's like the name Tanya. Titania. 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 Is that right? It's a Titania. Titania. It's a Titania. Welcome to Thick Rich Thin Slice Pizza. Or you can get a nicer Titania. Would you like a Titania? God damn it. Our strategy, our strategy is to get. I hate this show. Oberon and Titania. God damn it, you fucked me up. Okay. Sarah, what is your strategy? (laughs) I need to know your strategy. (laughs) We have to get to Oberon and to Titania. I hate you. Ray Ray, you say it. You say it. I can't say it. No, you say it. You have to do it now. It's better if you do it. <laughs> You're doing a great oh, job. Fuck. Our strategy is to get to Oberon and to take. How is this I'm an breaking. issue? Titania. Oberon and Titania. Is that right? Nailed Oberon it. and Titania. Okay. Yes. Now splice it together. Because I don't no. want to say our strategy, our strategy, <laughs> our strategy. Okay, okay, okay. Look, our strategy is to get to Oberon and to Tanya. <laughs> still not our fucking Anya. Anya. <laughs> to Tanya. It's yes. I need to write it down. Someone type it in the, t- in you the don't, chat. Just you don't need it. to write it down. You just... It's Tanya. The Tanya. <laughs> you know how you knew a Brandon one time? And, oh, then you know, and then you know that that guy's name is Brandon? And not Brandon? This is our, the greatest, the greatest intro to no, a show not. we've ever had. Our, our God, look, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> our strategy is to get to Oberon and to Tanya. We have to convince them to stop this war. Goodfellow's dead. That's great news. Oh yeah, Goodfellow's dead. High five. Excellent. We high five. Excellent work. <laughs> they high um, five. <laughs> I'm not sure that Ray and I can convince them necessarily. So, like, is there a way to summon you? It feels rude to ask. <laughs> is that a rude question? Oberon and Titania. See how easy that was? <laughs> I can't. Our listeners are broken hearted right now, and all we can give them is goofs. I was trying to be serious. Oberon and Titania are envious of our ability to mimic their magics with our technology. But they have been manipulated by Goodfellow. And now that he is gone, we just might have a chance for them to agree to meet with me and talk about peace between our forces. My army here 
can hold back the wild and protect your people that are gathered here on the island. Can you get to Oberon and Titania and bring them to me? Sorry, I zoned out envisioning Ray carrying them on his back as an alligator. They can walk. But yes. <laughs> They're capable oh, yeah, yeah, of, right. of moving themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think we can do that. Where are they? Deep in the forest that you call Tate's Hell. There will be many forces between us and them. It will not be an easy journey. Ray, I think we have the home field advantage. Hey, Dad, don't you worry. Nice. <laughs> Who's Dad? My son. My son. Oh, Ami's <laughs> your dad? Oh, shit. <laughs> I think it's the closest I have to it. That's a thought. I'm going to find O'Baron and Titania. And... <laughs> <laughs> I think that their eyes kind of dart around like sporadically and you can tell that he is perceiving all of the things. Already the wild has spotted our war golems. Your people, they're scared. I'm happy to see you. I'm glad y'all are here. We're going to need all the help we can get. Indeed. The forces of Atlantis can hold back those of the wild for a time. But if this war goes on, it will tear the fabric of reality and destroy the overgrown. Well, time is of the essence, then let's do this. Ray Ray, Sarah, and their allies head back to Brittany's triage that's set up in the Golden Gull. In the restaurant, tables are fashioned into beds. There are some proper gurneys and some medical machines, but not nearly enough. Jordan Martins has settled into a second-in-command role as he takes Brittany's orders well and knows the building inside and out. When Metters arrives, they embrace. Ray and Sarah, what do you do? I will immediately hug Brittany. I'm so, I'm so glad you're okay. Yeah, I, I, I think everything's going to be fine. I mean, we just killed... Good did we just kill Goodfellow? We just killed Goodfellow. Oh my god, fuck yes. Yeah, it's a great start. Where's Ari? Ari's kind of MIA. He was fixing the tether to Atlantis, and all the Atlanteans are here now, but Ari has not come back. I think that she glances nervously back at Sieb, who is lying. I Maybe not necessarily unconscious but he's definitely like on a gurney with an iv and she looks back at you and she says okay well we'll look out for him and obviously tend to his wounds and send him in your direction but i assume assume you're not gonna stick around here too long no <laughs> look i i need you to promise me something yeah of course anything i know you don't be a hero. I want you to stay in this building. No matter what happens, you stay here. What if, like, the building explodes? Should I still stay here? Okay, no. 
use some common sense. If it's an emergency, you can you can leave, but I need you to be okay. What kind of emergency? Like, what if, like, um, you know, my doctor's appointment gets canceled or... Brittany, shut up. <laughs> shut up. This is serious, and I know I'm giggling, but it's not funny anymore. <laughs> this is real shit. I'm just kidding. I, I know. I, and I like that you're always giggling. I need you to be okay. After all this weird shit ends, we can, we can have some normalcy. So you'll stay here, you promise? As long as you promise to come back. Okay, then I will kiss her, and then I will say... What could go wrong? Finger guns. <laughs> Just moonwalk. <laughs> she hangs her head in her hands, blushing and smiling, uh, feeling so many things. <laughs> Ray, I think Calliope comes up to you. And she already knows everything that the Omni knows, right? That's kind of how this whole thing works. So she says, the trash golems, they're obeying my orders, but I can't, I'm not connected with them like the Omni is connected to us. Uh, but I can tell that they've begun to fight. They'll, they'll do their best. Uh, I, I won't let anything happen to your family. Thank you. I guess it's about time we, uh, we move on. He's coming back. I know he's coming back. If he shows up here, we'll get him fixed up, whatever he needs, and we'll get him to you, okay? Yeah. Um, let me know. Yeah. I gotta protect my home now. She smiles, and before you go, she puts a hand on your arm, and she says, Hey, it's our home now. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I see them talking, right? Yeah, you're all in the same room. Okay, can I kind of, along with Brittany, like, go up to them and say, look, I think it's best that you don't tell Seeb that Ari's missing. At, at least not right now, obviously. You're that worried? I just have a gut feeling that something's not right. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he needs to get rest. He needs to heal. That spell took more out of him than anyone. So yeah, I, I won't bother him with it until this is over, which it will be. You guys have to succeed. I look at Ray Ray. Oh, we will. We got this. As you set out from the Golden Gull, there's... About three or four blocks of street and various other touristy businesses between you and the bridge that leads to the mainland. As you head that way, you hear explosions in the distance. And every time there is an explosion, the crowd here, the crowd of Golakochikans who previously were at least suited up, at least, you know, getting ready for this battle, they now seem terrified and you see donnie in his karate uniform up on the balcony of the saint anne inn maybe he doesn't look afraid but he looks unsure of what to do 
and you see April, you see people that you have seen since you were children, uh, just cowering in fear behind this makeshift wall. And though they have swords in their hands, they do not look prepared to face whatever is out there. Is there some sort of crate or chair or something I can stand on top of so that I can address all of these people? Uh, you can get up on the balcony of where Donnie is. <laughs> maybe Donnie even goes, Sarah, Sarah, maybe, she, maybe you guys should get up here. Donnie, why does everybody look so sad? Sarah, that's the dumbest question. <laughs> You've asked me a lot of bad <laughs> questions. <laughs> That was the worst one. Let's rewind that. <laughs> that was your true questions. We're on. They're scared. What's the plan? Donnie, what the hell are you wearing? <laughs> it's not a karate <laughs> outfit. I made it all the way to a yellow belt. I'm so proud. Ain't your other one like bulletproof or some shit? You don't want to wear You don't want to wear that one? Let's not. Let's just not talk about this. This ain't World War II. We're fighting fairies with swords and shit. I need to be limber, light on my feet, float like a bee, and sting like a what? butterfly. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. whatever, whatever ah. makes you live your yeah. truth, that's good with me. He has two iron swords. I gave him, like, the little small ones, so you have one in each hand. What are those called? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying curse words now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he's ready to go. Okay. GPD, um, this is Sheriff Donnie Terrence, and I have two fucking swords. Let's go! Okay, Sarah's going to look out of this balcony and see all these dejected, lost-looking fellow citizens of Gullicochka, right? Yeah, you see a lot of familiar faces. You see Greg is there, um, and the rest of his, you know, the the scattered members of the Sky Song cultists. The man who has a green scar on his arm from Ari's healing. You see, you know, Joey, who works down at the convenience store. <laughs> Jesus and, uh, Christ. Okay, okay. You don't yeah, have to but... just make up people now. <laughs> you see Brandon. <laughs> I see everybody. Who works at Pizza Hut. <laughs> Can I have everyone's attention? The nervous murmuring more or less stops. I look at Ray nervously. Sarah, what you doing? I think they need to hear a speech. Oh, god damn it. I I I think I know what they need to hear. <clears throat> hey everyone. Sarah, I got a mic here. Oh, oh shit, shit, there's, there's a, a microphone. Mic. It's, it's it's me. Sarah Payne. Hey there. Look, it's, it's all wrong. wrong. We, we shouldn't even be here. But here we are. But it's like in all the great stories, guys. The ones that really mattered. They were full of darkness and danger. And sometimes you didn't really want to know what happened in the end. Because how could it really be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing. The shadow, even darkness will pass. A new day will come for Golokochika. And when the sun shines, it will shine out clear. 
Those were the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even if you were too young to understand why. But I think I do understand why. I know now. Everyone in these stories had so many chances of turning back. But guess what? They didn't. Because they were holding on to something. <sighs> what are we holding on to, Sarah? <laughs> My eyes are sparkling with tears. I'm so happy that Ray's understanding what's happening. And then I look back at the crowd. <laughs> that there's, there's some, some good, good in, in this world. world. And, and it's, it's worth, worth fighting, fighting for. And I'm going to hold up my sword. <laughs> if Donnie's the only one that responds, I'm going to be really sad. Roll plus charm. Oh, no. <laughs> You're joking, right? It's a minus one charm. I'll give you plus one for Oh, my God. I can help out if you need me to. <laughs> <laughs> It is actually an eight. (laughs) I can help out. I don't know how. (laughs) I did make the Sam reference for you. You should start slow clapping. That that always helps. That's how you you help out. You can roll help out if you'd like. That's a nine. Okay, so you're... Yeah, it gets her up to so a, I get a nine. Sure. <laughs> I think that there is a cheer throughout the crowd. It's not quite the like massive raucous roar, but most of the crowd holds up their sword with you and cheers along. And you glance over towards the golden gull and you see on the porch, uh, Brittany is smiling and she wipes a tear from her eye and she blows you a kiss. I was going to say I catch it. And then I realized how stupid that's <laughs> I think I'm going to nudge Ray Ray. Look, Ray, I, I, I think you have to say something. Everyone here looks up to you. And not just because you're like a really scary crocodile man, but because you are this community. You represent Galakochika. <sighs> Alright, alright y'all. Um, I know we're all still getting used to me like this. And to be honest, I I don't know what's next. Um, I don't know what they have planned. I don't even know how many are here or where exactly they're at. But you know what I know? It's how fucking tough this town is. I know what we can handle. You know, it. y'all may not be used to this, but this is how I've been my entire life, and this town raised me. All of you are some of the best, strongest people I know, and y'all don't even know that about yourselves. This is just another thing, and we're going to get past it, Tomorrow's going to be a whole nother day. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Um, but thank you. Thank all of you. We're going to fix this.
See, it doesn't work because I don't have like a hundred other people to start to join in on the on the clap, you know. Ray, go Ray. I think that that is the nudge that these people needed after Sarah's amazing Lord of the Rings speech. Um, the entire crowd, prompted by Sarah's slow clap, begins to erupt in applause and you know i don't know that they any of them look happy but they certainly look determined determined they have higher spirits than before they're ready to face whatever comes their way okay how do you approach the mainland there's a bridge but there's also you know i don't know ray ray's capable of swimming how how do you how do you get across this this uh first little thing it's just us right yeah. Oh, well, then we're taking the river up. Oh, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to ride on fucking Ray's back again. God damn it. Before you head out, I have a move of sorts, a custom moves kind of. It's called Friends in Low Places. And this move says you have three holds. You could spend these holds whenever you want to have one of your allies join you in battle. I get to decide who it will be given the context. For the remainder of the encounter, you get plus one ongoing to get through that wave of enemies. Do we have three between us or three each? No, yeah, you have to agree to use. Okay, just making sure. As you cross the bay, as the two of you dive into the water, Sarah, uh, Ray, are you having Sarah right on your back? Yes. Aw, <laughs> Oh, I actually imagine that I'm wearing Sarah's shield across my back and she's just sitting on it oh like a little saddle that's nice oh <laughs> that's cute. i want this fan art it's not very necessary but it just sounded pleasing to the <laughs> <laughs> looks nice i love that as you cross the bay you move through the front lines where golems are now clashing with giants and minotaurs the Atlantean forces are there. They help to clear a way for you. They know you're uh, coming through. The air and the water begin to get pretty cold as you approach the shores of where Hickory Point is. Um, and you can see large citrus fruits the size of boulders rolling at you from the trees. In the center is a pineapple, about twice the size of the other vehicles, the leaves of which make up a throne for Queen Mab, who leads orcs, elves, and the gnomes of the Winter Court in Jack Frost's absence. What do you do? Well, Miss Lord of the Rings, what the fuck do we do about this? <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen anything like this in my life. <laughs> we don't recognize this person, right? Mab? I don't feel like we've ever met Mab, right? No, this is a new... Well, this is not a new character. This is a character from Folklore who is one of the fairies from the Winter Court. Ah, uh, okay. She has those, like, mini eyes. She sits atop this pineapple. She's got a scepter. Uh, she's definitely not going to fight anyone, right? She's just kind of ordering around these forces. But I think that when you approach the shore... These giant citrus begin to roll towards you. There's like lemons and oranges and grapefruits, blood oranges. You said it's cold. 
And it's getting pretty cold. Uh, this is the winter court, so I think just a general air, ch- chilly air kind of follows them around. Great. <laughs> and this is kind of like a Red Rover situation, right? Like we're just trying to get past them deeper into Tate's Hell, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the more damage you do, the easier it will make it for the forces of Atlantis to hold them back. But your first objective is to get past them. Yes. Okay. And where's the fruit coming from? The fruit is coming from the forest, the woods. I almost thought that the fruit was sentient. <laughs> I was very confused. I'm still not convinced it's not. You can read a bad situation <laughs> um, if you'd like. <laughs> I would love to read a bad situation. I guess one of us has to do that, right? I have three sharps, though. So. Oh, well, yeah, you you definitely read it then. Yeah. <laughs> it's an eight. Okay, hold one. Okay, what's my best way in? You see these oranges hit the water as they roll toward you. And when they hit the water, they're no longer able to roll, at least not, you know, on solid ground, obviously. They are a little bit less in control of their motion. Uh, So the best way in, I think, is to use Ray Ray's swimming to your advantage and to try and use, like Ray mentioned earlier, a river or a channel uh, to more easily get around them. Okay. Or, I mean, more accurately, through them. Are they... Have they noticed us? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Ray. I guess I would be, like, yelling this because we're, like, in the water. Ray! <laughs> Ray! You're on top of me. What? Why I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to <laughs> whisper. <laughs> hey, Sarah. This is the time that you whisper. Can you hear me? Yes. Right. You are literally sitting on me. <laughs> okay, I think we need to find a channel or a river or something. Through. I, I think we need to stay in the water. Can you do that? So far, so good. We're in the water. <laughs> yes, but do you know of like an inlet around here? A stream or something that where we can get past the fruits? Yeah, I would like to find a channel. Are you trying to, like, be sneaky, or are you trying to, like, outrace them? What's what's your goal here, Ray? Yeah, I think I want to outrace them, actually. Well, if you're trying to outrun them, outspeed them, then that's a no limits, I think. Plus weird. So it's just plus one out ongoing, right? Uh, while you're acting on the answer to her, what's yeah. my best way in question? Okay. Yeah, cool. That is a 11. Awesome. You just swim with precision around these citruses that are bobbing in the bay after you, and you get into this channel. I think you get in so fast that they're not able to orient themselves immediately, and you've gotten out of their sight uh, now. You do see shadows moving up above. You see marching orcs and (laughs) rolling citruses. You even hear, we have to find them. We must find them. Find them. I don't want them to find us. Yeah, no shit. I think this might be easier than I thought it would. (laughs) You're jinxing it. Don't jinx it. (laughs) Okay, so there's orcs in front of us. They still don't see us. Yeah, I think that you found like some, you know, like there's low hanging trees in swampy areas. Uh, So you're Mm -hmm. like under a low-hanging 
branch. Uh, you are you're hidden for now. Uh, but how do you want to stay hidden? There's lots of forces out and about in these woods. And I'll even say that if you're going to keep going down this stream, you see one of these oranges, which is like the size of, um, what is a good comp? It's not like, it's the size of like a dresser drawer. <laughs> I don't know. Think of something big that's <laughs> circular. <laughs> There's a lot of different dresser sizes and drawers. Yeah, bean all sorts of be are you thinking of a beanbag chair? Well, it's larger than a beanbag chair. It's two beanbag chairs together. Yes, it's like two be it's like a big beanbag chair. It's three beanbag chairs. It's the size of an armchair. Oh, a, a recliner. It's recliner size. It's recliner size. And there we go. <laughs> you see a line form in kind of like a three sides of a rectangle shape and then the peel unfurls and forms a ramp and out from this ramp march a bunch of gnomes and they're marching across the area where you have to move and sarah can't be underwater for all that long so what is your strategy here to sneak around where the fuck even are we <laughs> I I think I have to slip off of Ray's back. I mean, I can make it past them in the water. Shit, that's a lot of orcs. I can get behind them, and then I can make sure everything's clear for you. That might be good. And if anything goes south, I'm behind them. Does that sound all right? Yeah, I, th I think that's good. I promise I'm not going to take my eyes off you. Isn't that a song? That's, uh... Very long song name, if it is one. Now's not the time. Now's um, not the time. <laughs> I'm gonna jump. Can I, like, quietly crawl up onto the nearest bank? Yeah, absolutely. I will take her shield off. Just You're gonna need this. Yeah, I need that. Yep, thanks. <laughs> That's mine. You can't have it. <laughs> You'll see me. I just nod. I've got this. And I will dive down into the river instead of floating on top of it. Yeah, Ray, I don't think you have any issues. I won't even make you roll here because I think that in the streams, they're staying out for now. So um, you're good to get around to the other side and wait for Sarah there. Sarah, what do you do? Do we notice that it's colder here? Is it getting the cold? Is it getting colder the closer we get? It is getting very cold, and I think at this point, Ray, you're pretty uncomfortable. You're not, like, experiencing pain, uh, but it's cold enough to where it might start affecting your powers. All right. I guess I need to read a bad situation. I need to look around and see if I see any, I guess, weak points in this line of orcs. Sure. How many orcs is it? What size orcs are they? Can you please describe how many beanbags? Are we looking at orc or orc high? <laughs> These are orcs. Uh, my orcs, by the way, are the same size as the gnomes. There are also gnomes out here, and the orcs are the same size. They're all very small things. Oh, oh, God. Um, okay. We got this. <laughs> I was thinking they were like, you know, scary Lord of the Rings orcs. They are scary. Mm -hmm, the orcs mm -hmm. in particular, the, the gnomes are not necessarily scary, uh, but they do have weapons. Mm -hmm. uh, the orcs do have, like, sharp pointy teeth. Can I read a bad situation? Roll plus sharp. 
Oh, I leveled up. <laughs> oh, no. I guess I'm not here to help out. You can't, but yeah, I need to level anymore. up anyway. <laughs> I'm not about to spend a luck on a read a bad situation. Okay, well, for my level up, I am going to take another expert move. Oh. And that move is a move I've had before. Because I cannot use lay on hands right now, so I think it might just be good to be able to heal. <laughs> um, and that is, it wasn't as bad as it looked. All right. I am reverting back to old Sarah, who needs magic. Okay, so Sarah, you get out of the water and you sneak into this. It's kind of like a situation where the brush is thick enough to where you can like hide inside of it. And you start to try and study the forces marching around you. And uh, you're feeling pretty good about your hiding spot. But then there is a click and a rope tightens around your foot. And all of a sudden you feel God your ground taken out from under you and you're yanked up into the air by this rope trap. And all of the orcs and the dwarves and the gnomes and the elves uh, look at you and they probably start laughing. <laughs> you hear a lot. Of... <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like swinging from side to side. <laughs> I do have my buckler on one arm and I am holding my sword out. Yeah. Fair As enough. I'm flailing upside down, I'm sure. <laughs> Does Ray hear this commotion? Yeah, Ray, I mean, Ray is in a place where he can see you for sure. So yeah, Ray sees this happen from a from, <laughs> from his Ray Ray aced his part of this test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what do you do? You are swinging upside down. Ray, you see this happening? So how far away am I? I mean, you are not super close because I think the whole point of this was she was going to sneak around and meet you. But, I mean, you know, she seems pretty in trouble here. She's just kind of swinging back and forth. And they're starting to, like, circle her, like, there. And they have, like, blunt, like, clubs ready to, like, start using Sarah like a pinata. That's <laughs> <laughs> better than pointy things, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd rather be clubbed than stabbed. Is that a weird thing to say? So how exactly does friends in low places work? Yeah, I was about to ask, do we have to be together to agree to use it or No, no, no. This is a meta. This is okay. a move. This is a a mechanical thing. Yeah. As long as I think it's time. <laughs> I think this is a good use the hold move. Cool. You hear in the distance from the west, motors, quickly driving vehicles, and several vintage but well-kept cars pull up on Highway 98, which goes along the bay. And they skid to a stop. They, in dramatic fashion, the tires turn till the cars are horizontal. And out of the passenger seat comes Mr. Bose.
my sweet and savory shrimps. I bet you thought you heard the last of me, but no, you can't get rid of me that easily. Unless this is your first episode of Shrimp and Crits, which I sincerely hope that it isn't, you know that I am Cap, and you know that I played the character Ari Green. I want to thank all of you for going on this wild ride with me as Ari through the roller coaster of ups and downs of being a dick to his friends and making ridiculous, terrible puns throughout the last two and a half years. I cannot thank you enough for everything you've done, whether it's art or memes or fanfic or sending in your Ari impressions. All of this has just meant the absolute world to me. I know a lot of you, much like myself, have kind of latched on to Ari as a character and feel close to him, and it was, it was hard for me too, emotionally and as a player, to let him go. I really just want to thank all of you from the bottom of my heart so much for going on this journey with me. That being said, this journey is not over, so let me get through the rest of this middle trail. I want to thank our new patron, Kel. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon. I do hope you enjoy all of the ridiculous bonus content that we've made and will continue to make even after this season is over. Even if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can join us in the Patreon Discord for our live listen parties on new episode Mondays. If you click the link in our show notes, it'll take you to the Discord where you can see the live listen channel and you can listen along with us and react as we listen to the new episode. I, much like you, will be hearing this episode for the first time on Monday, so we can all enjoy it together. With just a few episodes left of this season, I want to remind everybody to tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a coworker, whoever you know, tell them about our show. Word of mouth is the best way for podcasts to find new listeners and for us to share our shrimpy, shrimpy joy with the world. That being said, since there's only a few episodes left of this season, now is the best time to rate us on the podcatcher of your choice if you haven't already. Give us five stars. Ryan exists solely off of these celestial delicacies that you give him. We've had a few people ask lately if we're still doing the Gullicochka postcards, and yes, we are. If you want to send us a postcard from where you live or where you're traveling or wherever you might be in this world... You can send those postcards to P.O. Box 60934, Nashville, Tennessee, 37206. We will happily send you back a Gullicochica postcard. Just let us know who you want that postcard to be from, whether it's one of us or one of the fabulous characters on our show. I'm sure you know this already, but Shrimp and Crits is a bi-weekly podcast we release on Mondays. And I will see you for our next episode on April 10th. Good luck, everybody. I hope you can save the world without me. See you next time. This is an embarrassing way for Mr. Bose to find Sarah. Sarah's not happy He's smoking a cigar and he's wearing his bowler hat. Driving his car out of the driver's seat comes Staggerly, his right hand man. Uh, in another car, you see there's a lot of people that work for Mr. Bose now. 
but in one of the cars comes Bobby Brisham, Sarah's former coworker, and he has a fedora now that has a few lucky cards resting on the brim. Oh shit, Bobby. <laughs> When'd you get so cool, man? <laughs> When I was possessed by the devil, thanks to when, you, man. Right, when you doomed him to a life of gambling. <laughs> I did that? I don't even remember. That's the moral of the story. Oh, man. All of Mr. Bo's people carry improvised weapons, billy clubs, or guns. And I think when they see you in trouble, Sarah, they charge into the woods. Some of them are driving their cars uh, into battle against the citrus vehicles. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm just swinging? Yeah, yeah. They're certainly <laughs> taking the attention of a lot of Queen Mab's forces, but what are the two of you going to do? I mean, you have a sword in your hand. You can cut yourself down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's what I'm going to try to do. You have a choice because some of the Winter Court forces are close enough to hit you. So you can either try and fight them from this compromised position or cut yourself down and take some damage. I will fight them from this compromised position. Amazing. Because I <laughs> just love this. I don't know why, but I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> Roll kicks a mass minus one. Uh, but plus well, one, right? Yeah, minus zero. Yeah, <laughs> so zero. Negative. Yeah. It's just zero. Negated. Okay. Plus tough. <laughs> oh, that's much better than what I've been rolling. That is a ten. Amazing. Uh, choose an extra effect. I want to suffer less harm. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I think that you fully take out the one that was about to hit you. I think you get hit with a rock for one harm, which your shield easily deflects. Mm -hmm. You take out one of these orcs that's right by you. You've created some distance between you and your closest assailant. Uh, Ray, what do you do? I really don't know. I don't know what's too necessary. Like, does it look like Bose's gang kind of has these orcs under control. They are making pretty good work against them, but they have some distance to close before they get to where you two are. I guess I'll run up to Sarah. Is it like difficult for me to just get out of the water and go up to Sarah? No. Yeah. In fact, if that's what you would do, I, f I feel like you would be more or less there now. So some of these gnomes uh, turn to face you and they're going to try and stop you from getting to Sarah. I'm just going to be a bully again. Just kick them. <laughs> are you trying to hurt them or are you trying to just throw them? <laughs> yeah, I just kind of want to throw them. <laughs> sure. I feel like this is acting under pressure then. Just can y'all can y'all cut it out? Just stop. <laughs> stop it. Can you just stop it. <laughs> that is a seven. Uh, sure. I think you're just going to get a price to pay here. I think the most interesting thing is that you get to Sarah. So I think you throw them easily, uh, but you just get kind of pelted by their weapons and you're going to take, there's a bunch of them. So you're going to take three harm here. Yeah. So uh, I'll try to heal that. Awesome. Oh, there we go. Uh, that's uh, nine. So I healed two. Okay. So you take nothing. So there we go. Look at us. <laughs> we can do it. I imagine that Sarah's just swinging back and forth, like literally swinging and swinging her sword. <laughs> I'm just going to see Ray. Oh, did you not cut yourself down? 
No, I had to fight. fight while swinging back oh, and yeah. forth. <laughs> and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna look at Ray. And this, this is so fucking weird. This is the weirdest thing I've ever done. This is so weird. I will grab her and stop her from swinging, but probably also grab her arm I was to say, make I sure she doesn't you. fucking. <laughs> Uh, don't Ray. tell Brittany about this <laughs> Ray why don't you recommend someone as uh, some some more of these some of these orcs and uh, goblins and whatnot are trying to attack her again uh, that is a that is a eight okay so you protect them okay but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they're gonna get she I feel like it's from her she killed some of the ones that were near her, so you're only going to take two harm here. Okay, so one harm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you like swipe them back. Damn it. Yeah, I want to take out Stella and very ungracefully cut Sarah down. Okay, sure, no! sure. <laughs> you asshole. You have armor. I think that when you do this, you see Mr. Bose, and he has this billy club, and he's just like knocking back these half pint. Uh, soldiers <laughs> and he looks at queen mab who's off not near you but off in a different direction and he you can tell he kind of sets his sight on her but he looks at you two and he takes the time to tip his hat before rushing off i imagine bose looks over as ray <laughs> literally has sarah by the ankle and just drops her on the ground <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna scramble to my feet and say, "Do you do you think you saw that? <laughs> Why do you care?" <laughs> All right, Ray, let's let's get the fuck out of here. And Ray will look up at Mister Bose and just, yeah, just like give a nod and just kind of a head tilt towards we're gonna make a run for it. He nods like uh, he's. He's good to hold him off here. Why don't we get another no limits to see if you guys can get out of here before more of these forces gather around you. Let's see if I actually roll like fucking Ray Ray and get double digits. Because that'd be cool. I haven't done that yet. Would be very cool. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't do that at all. You did say you'd get all your that your bad rolls in the finale. You did, yeah. you did doom yourself to this fate. You said it. Yeah. What yeah, that's roll? cool. I got a six. Ooh, what is it? Plus one? Oh no, I got a seven. Oh yes, <laughs> there we go. Very nice. Okay, so choose. It's <laughs> one of the few situations where you probably shouldn't choose. I need to rest right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't possibly yeah. rest right now. I think I'll take hard. Or no, I'll take minus one forward. Um, okay, sounds good. Yeah, I think I'll take minus one forward. Uh, so you get out of there. As you swim further into the forest via this channel, Ray, you know these streams very, very well. And you're getting close to the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. And you start to see, at least Sarah does, you start to see figures um, out in the woods kind of crowding uh, but heading that direction. They don't seem as disciplined. Uh, well, you know, the goofy gnomes and orcs are not necessarily uh, totally rank and file. Uh, but these are more of a shambling uh, mass of people. 
and you see their clothes are quite human, quite overgrown, uh, but their faces are scrunched up like vampires. And you also see among their ranks larger, kind of hulking, selky seal creatures. They are heading towards the retreat, and in that direction you can hear the sounds of skirmish and shrill shouts. I don't like that at all. I don't like the idea of vampires anywhere near Peg and Rooster. All right, we're making a little bit of a detour. How close are we to the retreat right now? Also, what side of the retreat are we close to? That's a good question. Probably the back side, the wild side, because the streams probably lead into Alti's Lake. Yeah, I need to make my way there. That's my people. Okay. I don't think Sarah would necessarily try to talk him out of it because her mom is there. Yeah, I think that when you get to Alti's Lake, you see Alti and Alma, and they are, uh, as you suggested, hunkering down at the bottom of the lake. They're staying kind of out of sight, out of mind, safe as they are able to be. The sounds of fighting sound closer to, like, I think you... As you followed these channels, you worked your way around the mass of vampires and selkies that were headed towards the retreat, and now you're kind of on a side where there are less of them. Upon passing Alti and Alma, like, Ray would tell Sarah to hang tight for a second. He would swim down and just, hey, hey, Mama, y'all stay here. This isn't your fight. Keep little girls safe. Everything's going to be all right. You you get a feeling of just, like, confidence, of just, like, pure motherly instinct. Like, she is going to do just that. But you also, you also get the communication of, like, slight regret. Like, if she didn't have Alma to look out for, uh, she would want to protect this new home of hers because of what you've done for her. Aww. The fighting is coming from... Further into the retreat. The hub part of the retreat, like the center that we talked about, like in the Halloween. I mean, generally, uh, layout-wise, the lake is kind of the farthest thing from the rest of the retreat. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. uh, the lake has a stream that goes past Barb's hut, and then there's like the infirmary and Ray's house and like that part of the retreat that like the public don't necessarily go to. And then there's the hub and then there's the reptile room and the front office and the parking lot. Okay. So yes, the fighting sounds like it's coming from more of where the retreat is. Okay. What could go wrong? Okay. So, okay. Hold two on what could go wrong. And Mm -hmm. as you run up the path, you see that in the yard where Barb's hut and the snipe pen and Maeve's trailer are, you see there are a bunch of vampires here and Selkies, and they are um, marching towards, kind of towards the infirmary from here. And you hear these fighting sounds again, and all of a sudden you see what looks to be a tidal wave moving through the trees. Uh, it seems impossibly large for this far inland, but the strangest thing about it is it's red. Is it pasta sauce? 
Oh, it's pasta sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Wielding shotguns and riding on a surfboard-sized slice of pizza are Barb and Curtis Cletus, the Florida man. (laughs) Wait, wait, is this a hold? Did we have to use a hold to get them to come out, or is this just a free? This is just just what's happening at the retreat. These are the, 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 the defenders of the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. Off to another side, you see, holy shit, it's Rooster. And he's, he's flying? No, no, he's riding (laughs) on the back of an invisible Kev, uh, Bigfoot. And he is wielding a pool stick with a sharp vampire stake attached to the end. And he's reaching down (laughs) and stabbing vampires to death as they ride through the crowd. Uh, every once in a while, you see uh, Carlita swoop down from the trees and just pick up one of these vampires and rip them to pieces. You also see, well, I guess you wouldn't see this right away, but back at the retreat closer to the infirmary, uh, the last line of defense is Bermuda, Lester, Artie, Aggie, Tammy, Grim, and Jimbo, who aren't fighting anyone right here, but they are ready to defend. They're outside of the infirmary, uh, not willing to let anyone get close to uh, Peg and Camilla and the others hunkered down in the basement. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) Yeah, I think I changed my mind. I think this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I thought before was, but now this might be the weirdest thing I've ever witnessed. Ray, Ray, it's hard to fight. <laughs> she fires off her shotgun, which the kickback of nearly knocks her off of her pizza slice surfboard. Jesus Christ. What are we doing here? What is this show? <laughs> this is the fiction we've created together, everyone. I didn't think I'd ever say it, but... Uh... Thank you, Florida man. Just nodding incredulously. <laughs> yep. Hey, Rooster, you are, Rooster, you all right? Yeah, Ray. I was down in the basement with the others, but I could not help. I had to stand up and fight this time. It's not time to sit on the sidelines. It's it's time to defend the retreat. Uh, time to it's time to sit on Kev, I guess. Uh, uh, that, that that checks out. <laughs> it's because I made fun of Rooster. Me and Kev are best friends now. Well, that's all I ever wanted for that you. Checks out. This makes sense. Kev goes <laughs> as he rips a selkie in half. <laughs> all right, Ray. Well, I think they've got it here. I think we can. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess let's go. I guess let's go. Do we want to use a hold here? Ian has put four holds into this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like on purpose just to be like, don't worry, you guys and all of our fans. We're not going to kill the retreat. We're not going to kill the retreat. <laughs> that means, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to help. Like it's they're out. They yeah. are outnumbered. 
This is a powerful force of, of cryptids you have assembled. <laughs> but there are a lot of vampires from Tallahassee because Tallahassee is a big city that you have let run rampant, right? So, well, yeah, I guess. Uh, actually, actually, and you said you didn't want your animals to have to fight, so I think they definitely need help. Um, they're not my animals, Catherine. Oh my god. What do I call them? <laughs> they are my peers. <laughs> my friends. <laughs> I agree to use a hold here. Yes, let's use a hold. Okay, please. okay. You can definitely use a hold and then dip here. We don't need to do a whole bunch of fighting vampires. Yeah, I would like to, since all this is going down, I would like some backup. So, you hear kind of... Of strange like insect legs and you turn around and you see a giant pumpkin carriage crawling on these strange spindly legs and behind it it is leading an army of skeletons okay <laughs> got weirder i didn't think it could i'm starting to regret this hold <laughs> <laughs> the skeletons are unarmed you don't remember the skeleton army come on from arc three the skeletons are unarmored but they wield spears as black as midnight the pumpkin's door opens and out comes a slender man in a suit that looks like it's made of rotten flesh he smiles a grim smile and looks down at the two of you even the vampires stop fighting and look <laughs> I want you to leave this pause in. <laughs> Please leave this moment of silence. We're as, we're all waiting Sarah, for you. Ray, Katie, and Ryan are all like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> is this Slender Man or what do you say to him? Do we know this person? Have, have I ever met this person? I do. I, I need to. Arc <laughs> was that a joke? Arc three was arc three I, a joke? You've never met this, but I was I was joking about arc. Okay, three. I was about to say. Am I? <laughs> usually, I'm the one that's pretty good at remembering everything. <laughs> and, no, you've never seen this man in your life. Hello, who are you? <laughs> oh, hey guys. Oh, you don't rec you don't recognize me. It's pool. I hijacked another jack for oh, you. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. Pool, you scared the shit out of me. That's so scary. This is the pumpkin king and the pumpkin king's army. Oh, oh fucking another oh, jack. Shit. <laughs> the king of the fall court. <laughs> pool. Now hey, 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 don't get it twisted. I'm going to get a lot of... Jack is my boss, right? Like, I'm one of the princes of the fall court. I kind of put my neck on the line here to help you guys out, but I'm here. I'm so grateful, but you really did scare me for a minute there. Hey, bud, there's going to be a big change of management after all this. So uh, <laughs> you don't worry about that whole prince thing anymore. I appreciate you. Uh, I think we're now even. Awesome. When this is all over, we're having one of my famous pool parties. I don't want to have that at all. <laughs> I mean, I'll go, man. I'll go. <laughs> Do you want to switch and be Jack the Pumpkin King? No. Hey, no. Don't want to. Yeah, that's fair. I appreciate you. You keep up 
all this. Uh, are you in control of all these things? All of the skeletons? Yes, yes, I am. They think I'm their king. Okay. <laughs> please, please. Uh, yeah. P- just, uh, just don't hurt anything that's mine. But we very much appreciate you. We gotta move on to the big bosses. Okay, so just the vampires, the seals, and that freaky catfish thing, right? No. By no means will you touch that catfish thing, which I don't think I have to worry about too much, because I think the Florida guy is going to make sure you don't do that. So Yeah, I'm just kidding. You, you know I've met Barb before. We're good. We're totally good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you not, like, inhabit anyone's bodies while you're here? <laughs> is that is that cool? <laughs> Oh, no promises. You guys have fun storming the castle. <laughs> oh, okay. hey, is there like anything you can tell me about? Uh, we're not from the wild. Uh, have you ever met Oberon and Tatiana? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. They're, um, you know, they're like any other fairy, like sort of whimsical, and um, they like to make deals. All right. They- Oh, they like to make deals. They like to make deals. They like to be entertained. Um, you know, why are you going to go? You can't kill them. You know, you know that, right? No, we're not trying to kill them. No, nah, I mean, we killed Goodfellow. So, I mean, we can you killed Goodfellow. <laughs> we killed Goodfellow. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm I'm not high fiving. <laughs> Wait, too scary. Where's Ari? He's coming. Well, if he's coming, I guess I'll look out for him, but uh, I'll be here helping. I'll defend the retreat. You you hold down the fort here. Thank you. Thanks, Poole. Yeah, of course. Now, again, this is we're even. <laughs> we're even after you come to my pool party. I am not doing that. Yes. Yes, we are, Ray. I heard you're really good at swimming, Ray. I'm pulling Ray's arm. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. So you leave the retreat. The vampires go back to fighting. Some of them split off to fight the skeletal army of Pool, And uh, you make your way back out towards the streams that allow you to, you know, get in deeper into the forest. I didn't mention them earlier. There are also some trash golems out there. Calliope's forces there to help defend the retreat. Eventually... You make your way deeper into Tate's Hell. You pass the paper mill. uh, And it's sort of odd that at this point, there aren't many fairy soldiers. And they're kind of staying out of your way, like they're not directly addressing you. Once you get deeper into the forest, you see a line about maybe like 60 or so yards away from you. They formed a line. And they're waiting for you to engage. This don't feel right, right? Red Rover, Red Rover. <laughs> Send Oberon right over. <laughs> Can I use my battlefield awareness here and look around for a weak spot and read a bad situation? <laughs> Yeah, you can definitely... Re- this is a bad situation. Oh, is it? Wow, that's a great roll. Prove it. It's a six. Oh. 
Can Ray help me read a bad situation? Yes, I can help you. How do you help? <laughs> I'll take a big whiff. <laughs> I got a 10. Ooh. I actually I got a 10 on the dice. I got a 12. So Ooh. you got a 12. All right, hold three. Okay, what's my best way in? Uh, I think that you see that they have a pretty strong formation, um, and it is a wide formation. Uh, but you see it's not a very deep formation, and they're wearing very regal armor, these fairies. They're flying, but they have these wild spears. They have very shiny uh, armor. So the best way in, I think, is just make a way through this line. So literally red rover them. Yeah, I think that's kind of the scenario. Unless you can fly all of a sudden. I will say these are the n most well-armed fairies you have seen. This means we're close. Yeah, this is exactly. This is near the king and queen. Okay, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You see that off behind the fairies? there are some kind of large lumbering figures that they seem to be directly obscure. Like, it seems like they are trying to fake you out. The line is trying to fake us out? Like, yeah, there's really, something... There's a bigger threat behind them. Okay. There's something hidden behind them. Okay, what's the best way to protect the victim? Which is me. <laughs> <laughs> Not roll bad. <laughs> <laughs> good don't, don't roll bad cool <laughs> hey don't cool. do things that you don't think i can help with yeah there you go <laughs> cool okay what do you think about using our third hold my friend my husband my lover <laughs> whoever you are right now <laughs> here i am i'm in the world now I wasn't technically talking to you in character, so it felt weird calling you my friend. <laughs> I don't think we need to worry about that hold yet. We just need to stay stealthy and keep moving forward. I'm not sure we can stay stealthy. Can they? I mean, I'm assuming they see us at this point, right? Ooh, I kind of was thinking they had seen you, but if you want to try and sneak around, just tell me how you're doing that. We are in Tate's Hell, which is like. A pretty open forest. They formed a line kind of to block anyone from coming through. Yeah, this is also like my neck of the woods, though. So yeah. they think it's an open forest. I know all the backwoods. Tell me how you like what what does this look like? What is you sneaking through here leading Sarah? What does that look like? So I know very specific types of trees that I can get around. Neat. Like some of the bigger trees in the area. Okay. Are you, are you saying you're going to like spider monkey from the trees? Well, some of some of the bigger, like swampier trees. Yeah, I mean, you helped Sarah with her read a bad situation role. You specifically mentioned using your senses. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think that if that's what you want, if there's like a way that you can... You find like a, a a weird type of tree. What is that tree? There's a very swamp related tree that's like 
mostly moss that forms like almost a bridge kind of branch. Mm-hmm. I would like to find one of those if I can. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get an act under pressure to see if you guys can sneak through here. Let's get I I guess I'm going to need it from both of you, though. I don't, there's not really a group sneak. I got a 12. Nice. I got a nine. Ray, you sneak through the branches of this tree. You lead Sarah as you go. And you are surprisingly limber. You're surprisingly deft at climbing these branches. And uh, you're obscured by the moss hanging from them. Sarah, though, you don't know this way. Like, you are being led. And you are able to follow his footsteps easily. But you slip on a branch. You slip on some of the moss. And some of it falls down. And um, you're not seen, per se, Uh, But some bright lights suddenly uh, come on, some floodlights, some spotlights. And uh, for a moment, uh, you kind of, you flinch. It's just a a very brilliant light. It makes it hard to see um, out of nowhere. Uh, What do you do? Ray, they know we're up here. What do we do? No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) God damn. You can hear somebody talking up to you. They say, like, um, hey, you're so well hidden, I can't see you, but we can tell you're up there. Wow, that's so nice of them to say we're so well hidden. <laughs> what a nice guy. God, you're just sneaking. You're sneaking so good, we can't see anything <laughs> up there, but we know you're up there because we heard something move. <laughs> Do we have an idea of where we think the king and queen might be? Yeah, I think that, uh, so, like, you snuck over the line of fairies. You're now, like, in a tree branch hanging over the the large objects that have lights attached to them. So on the other side of those is probably where the king and queen are. Hey, Sarah, you got your shield? Yeah. All right. Hang on. <laughs> I <had> toss her. <laughs> Okay, uh, act, <laughs> uh, act under pressure, I guess. You're tossing me towards a tree, right? A tree towards where you think the king is seen <laughs> on. And as I'm doing this, just, I believe in you. <laughs> towards where we think the king and queen are. Wait, that why is are you a... acting under pressure? Who acts under pressure? Uh, I'm tossing you. I got a nine. <laughs> okay, cool. A nine. Oh, Lord. Okay. Sarah, would you like to help out and kick off of me? <laughs> I probably would. Can I realize what he's doing and literally, like, kick off? <laughs> he rolled a nine? I got a yeah. nine, yeah. Okay, uh, but this gets messy if you miss, <laughs> so roll good. <laughs> yeah, because I really don't have a great cool. It's an eight. Hey. We're all good here. I mean, we're already exposed to trouble or danger, so... Okay, so here's what happens. That bumps him up to a 10, so he does what he sets out to do. (laughs) He throws Sarah into the air. Sarah, you fly. You feel... I mean, it probably feels pretty cool, right? You're flying through the air. So cool. (laughs) And you flunk into another one of these trees with the moss... And you 
crack a branch as you land. It breaks your fall landing in the canopy of this tree. However, by helping out, you've exposed yourself to trouble or danger. And I think the floodlights uh, focus on you. Uh, Ray, no one seems to be looking at you at this point. Now that the lights aren't flashing straight at you, you see two large Osprey-style ships, uh, and they have open cargo bay doors where battalions of gear soldiers are marching towards the, the tree with Sarah. What the fuck? Ryan, I don't know about you, but it might be a good time to spin this friend hole. <laughs> Not yet. God, you're stressing me out, man. Hey, I'm fine. Yeah, you're fine. All right, Ryan, you're still sneaky sneaky. Sarah, you are in a tree. They're heading your way. What do you do? Actually, yes, Catherine. Let's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, you realize you're about to kill my character? <laughs> Let's use one of those. <laughs> That's actually yeah. probably. Let's use friends in low places, please. Okay. You hear, it's probably good that you did this. Um, <laughs> Is it? Because you hear a loud and proud horn in the distance. Like a. And these gear soldiers turn the opposite direction. And you see now that their faces are not the faces of humans. They're scaly and their teeth are razors. These are mutated dinosaur men, but they have the coordination of well-trained gear soldiers. From the location of the Warhorn, you look to see dozens of lights of many different hues. They zig and swirl in the darkness, but they're headed closer to you. You see first the Wisp Mother, leading her children into battle. By her side is a bassa riding an enormous arachnid steed. Beside them are the elves of Wishing Well, all riding spiders as they enter combat. Their swords are guided by wisps to ideal spots as they swing to dispatch their enemies. The wisp mother transforms into her stag form and impales several fairy soldiers uh, on her antlers. The Dino Gear soldiers start firing off into the direction of the Wishing Well army. Ray, it's time to move! <laughs> I think that's probably as good as it's going to get with this distraction, so I think that um, our best bet is to jump down and start running through. Okay. I mean, I can't navigate the fucking trees, so I think my only option here is to get down and fight through the last of it while there's a distraction. I think you're more or less good to do that. I think that at this point, they were heading towards you. It's kind of a, like, if you're thinking about the way this is laid out, it's sort of a complicated situation. Uh, because you're on the other side of them. You are in the most danger because they were headed in your direction. But then an army of fucking spider elves showed up, and the, <laughs> the, the, the gear soldiers have turned around and headed back in their direction, but also kind of in Ray Ray's direction. So now I think Ray Ray is in more trouble. <laughs> Sarah, I think you're okay. I think if you get down, you can start moving in that direction. Although I doubt you would leave Ray Ray behind. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not leaving him behind. So Ray Ray, what do you do? Uh, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> you're totally around the fairies. Uh, they're all fighting elves. 
uh, but some of the back line of the gear soldiers are between you and Sarah. Uh, so you're going to have to either try to act under pressure to dodge between them, if that's your goal, or kind of fight your way through a little bit. I'll leave that up to you, though. Uh, I'll dodge between them. Cool. Act under pressure. That is a six and a two plus two. So that's a 10. Very, very nice. Uh, you do what you set out to do. I think <laughs> I'm picturing kind of like the new Robert Pattinson Batman scene where the only lighting in the scene is like machine gun fire. He he starts glowing and they make out. What? What? Oh, I'm thinking of a different movie. <laughs> is, that a oh, different movie. <laughs> is that a joke about Twilight? No, I think you drop down into the darkness and uh, just from the noise, some of these gear soldiers start firing at you with machine gun fire and they miss you every time. Uh, but each time there's a flash of gunfire, we see your silhouette. Uh, but yeah, you, then you dodge through them and get to Sarah. <laughs> I find a little bit of a mud puddle that I can just fucking... Nice, nice, yeah. I just go through, I disappear for a minute, go under some logs and shit, and then just... Oh, I, un okay, I'm with you now. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, I Give love it. a second. To them, it looks like you're teleporting through the battlefield, but what you're actually doing is just sinking down under logs through the mud and everything. Yeah. Um. Okay, then, yeah, you and Sarah get together, and you head in the direction of Oberon and Titania. I can't use what could go wrong here. This is that's not what I I mean, you are charging headlong into a danger of sorts. I mean, will you accept <laughs> that? I'll accept it. It's it's okay. the end game, sure. <laughs> what a what a gracious god you are. <laughs> uh you run into a clearing. And in this clearing, there is a throne. It's surrounded by these fairy soldiers. It may even, you thought you had seen the fanciest of the soldiers. Uh, these are even more fancy. The ones on the left are wearing golden metal armor, and the ones on the right are wearing silver metal armor. And well, they clash. They do. They do specifically clash, yes. They need, they need to all be one color, otherwise clashes. There is one single figure, a woman in the throne. I imagine we're out of breath. At least I am. <laughs> Hold on, let me get a sip of my drink. My, not my fantasy drink, this is my real life drink. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take a sip of my fantasy drink. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some talking is about to happen. Are you with me? Or are you? No, I'm definitely with you. Okay, good. Okay, we just both burst <laughs> into this clearing. Okay. Well, I feel like you burst into the clearing, and then I fall out the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Titania looks at you, and she says, "I can't say I'm surprised you've made it this far, but you've done so in fantastic fashion." Um. Hello. You must be Titania, I presume. And you must be Sarah Payne. I've heard so much about you. And Ray Ray, it is nice to see you again. Uh, do I know? I, I double take it, Ray Ray. Excuse me. 
Don't look at me. I don't know this lady. Oh, that meddlesome puck. He must have made you forget all about me. He's always been sort of the jealous type. Uh, enlighten me. What did we talk about? We each offered, uh, Oberon and I, uh, a position to you as our respective champion. And you denied us both. Well, I mean, that checks out. Yeah, I mean, we've made it all the way here. Uh, not on behalf of you. Uh, and we can end this right now if we want to. We don't have to do that. Would you like to remember our meeting? I don't like your tactics, ma'am. <laughs> tactics? I'm merely having a conversation. I, I'm good. I'd like to keep my brain exactly where it is right now. Thank you. Where's Oberon? Are you Oberon? No, this is Titania. Titania smirks and her face begins to, which by the way, she doesn't look like a fairy like her soldiers. She looks like a beautiful woman. And her face begins to shift in this moment in a very just grotesque fashion as if there are digits pressing against her skin from the inside. And her whole demeanor, her dress, which bears spring flowers and beautiful green plants and general brightness and color. Uh, it all shifts into more of a sunshine color. There's sort of a brightness coming from now a masculine figure coming off of the shirt of this man and the face settles to be that of Oberon. And he says, Oh, I'm here. Are they the same person? I don't know any of these people. Are they literally the same person? Is that what you just described? Uh, she, in essence, transformed into him. You've been rather entertaining up until this point, but this is becoming dreadfully boring. Are you both here? Boring? Yes, you're just sitting there gawking, and I've got a war to tend to. Look, Goodfellow's dead. Yeah, your little buddy, we don't, he's, he's not, he's not a thing anymore. Well, that's impressive. It, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I told him he took far too many risks, did too much on his own. It's ruling is all about delegation. Yeah. Ah. So y'all aren't upset that Goodfellow's gone? Well, it's rather inconvenient. Um, we'll have to find someone new to head the FAE. This whole war was his idea anyway. I mean, it is the most exciting thing that's happened in quite a time, but it's dreadfully taxing. Well. So you just want to call it like a draw? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll have to see how it plays out. This is all very exciting. You want excitement. Well, do I have the deal for you? Uh, do what? <laughs> uh, his face shifts and contorts, and suddenly he's the very springtime demeanor of Titania again. A deal. Go on. Oh, shit. Maybe I shouldn't have called it a deal. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
This is a poor choice of words. Hey, uh, so who am I talking to right now? That's Titania. I'm Titania. Well, how do I talk to the other one? Well, that's a little rude. <laughs> well, is Jack here? Jack's in poor shape. He He's not going to make <laughs> it anytime soon. But he's not dead. <clears throat> how many is... How many of you am I talking to right now? How how many? That is an interesting way of putting it. Okay, um, you're taking too long. Is there more than one or two? Is there more than two? I There's more than two. Oh, you mean Oberon and I. Uh, yes, we're both here. And there's not there's not more of us. Okay, hold. Yeah, can you s- sit right there for one second while I talk to my friend here? What is your hurry, little one? Oh, I am. Time out. Let's uh, give me one sec. We'll be right back. I promise. All right. Sound good? Sure. Yeah. As you speak, the war wages on. Okay. Hey, uh, Sarah, you want to step over here real quick? Right. What the hell are you doing? Uh, I, I wanted to ask you the same thing. Do we have a plan with these things? People? What do you mean, do we have a... The plan is to talk them out of the fucking war, and they have to meet with the Omni. So we just need to get them to meet with the Omni? Yeah, but they're not going to come with us willingly. They're enjoying this. All right. We have to convince them to end it. You're not about to kidnap them. You're not about to kidnap them. (laughs) That's not the same thing. Hey, y'all. Oh, me? Uh, Yeah, okay, all right. Y'all like pizza? Pizza? The food? You like chaos. I think you like pizza. Sure, I pizza's good, yes. <laughs> Y'all wanna go grab some pizza real quick? I got a good spot. You'd like to have pizza in the middle of a war. Let's go grab a slice. I've got the thickest one in town. Oh my god, what is happening? This is not gonna end with Nick Riggs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll go to get pizza. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're going along with this. <laughs> and as we eat the pizza, our armies will destroy the forces of Atlantis. That's, and that's the thing, Bray. Then we'll all go home. Everyone's going to die while we're fucking seducing them with pizza. I don't think you're understanding here. Hey, tell you what. Let's all just grab a slice. And then we can figure out who's going to destroy what. How's that sound? I'll tell you what. I'm getting the sense that you don't want all of this fighting to go on. Is that an incorrect assumption? No, it's correct. Well, why do you want all this fighting to go on? Ah, that is an interesting question. Atlantis mocks our magic with something of their own. It is a threat to us, and we cannot allow it to persist. This war is a construct of Goodfellow. Do you really just hold those beliefs? Ray will turn into Ray. Yeah, I have Atlantis to thank for clearly a lot. So... Yeah, can you imagine what you could do if you could combine the magic of the Fae with the magic of Atlantis? 
Goodfellow told us all about their ploy to destroy us. They don't give a shit about you. <laughs> they don't want to destroy you. They want to live their lives. Goodfellow was a fucking liar, and you believed him. So what is the truth in this? Why do you want us to come to get this pizza with you? Because the Omni can show you what life could really be like. You think war is entertaining? Atlantis was just doing what everyone is trying to do, and that's fucking holding their own. They just want to be here, man. That's it. They just wanted a fucking home. And there's nothing keeping y'all from being here. I've been to y'all's home. I've been to the wild, whatever the hell y'all call it. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful, great place. Everybody needs somewhere to be. Just let them be. Look, if if you just pause this war and speak with the Omni, we could show you how much more beneficial a partnership with Atlantis would be. I do care for my people greatly, and it, it does pain me to see them suffer in this battle. Her face shifts, and her spring outfit turns to summer, and Oberon is there again, and he says, but it's also just so wonderfully entertaining. If we were to meet with Atlantis and hear what they have to say, and if they truly are interested in peace and not warmongering, as we have been led to believe, then I think we can make a deal. Yes, you love deals. We love deals. We love the deals. <laughs> also, have you heard of football? Because if you want entertainment... Does Florida Sarah. have the team for you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Ray. Ray Ray's already told us about the football. Have I? Oh, oh, has he? Let me lay out the terms of my deal. And please, no <laughs> more no more interrupting. It's very irritating. You understand? <laughs> we are excited and we are enjoying this battle. We're loving it. We're seeing the fights. <laughs> The devil people from New Orleans showed up and they're fighting the Queen Mab and her silly little people. The prince, what's his name? Pool, he switched with the Pumpkin King and now they're fighting vamp. It's, this is so wildly entertaining, I can't express. Uh, but if you would do us the honor of battling Titania and I's respective champions, then we'd come with you. Christ. <laughs> I've got another offer. Oh, a counter. Rail turned back into gator form. Okay. And buck up to Oberon. We could have killed you this entire time. I don't think that's a good idea. This is the last time I'm going to peacefully ask you. We can meet with the Omni. And we can all sit down and have... A nice conversation. <laughs> I think you're approaching this wrong. I'm done with this. We don't fight, so that's the silly, but we don't do the fight thing. I love your energy. It, this, okay, this is exciting. I, I mean, maybe I'd fight you, but 
it wouldn't go well for you. Would it? I believe him. So do we have a deal? Let me talk to my friend here. God damn it. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. He leans back in his throne. <laughs> I want to talk to the other lady. This dude sucks. I Let me reiterate. They are gods. We are not going to fight them because guess what? We will not win. We just killed the other one. I don't... The other one, Goodfellow, was a fucking general. He wasn't a god. And we had a magic book that Shakespeare himself wrote. Do you realize how fucking insane that sounds? Well, I got his number right now. No. <laughs> it's not going to work. You, it took weeks to put that book together. You have got to put your pride down or whatever the fuck this big dick energy shit is all of a sudden. I have a Clay Aiken. <laughs> God damn it. And I, I think... am Titania's champion, <laughs> Ruben, Ruben Stutter. <laughs> I think the only way that we can get them to meet with the Omni is to fight their stupid champions. <sighs> Look, Ray, do you trust me? Most of the time. <laughs> I'll take it. But I will whoop someone's ass. You will. You'll whoop someone's ass right now. Just to be done with this. Yeah, we're gonna fucking take their champions. We fist bump. We fist bump. We have a deal. And he holds out his hand to shake. Sure. We have a deal. As you shake his hand, he transforms back into Titania, and she says, Oh, good. Mine's first. And she... Raises a single finger, and in the ground, in this clearing, forms a summoning circle. And from this summoning circle, pink spring blossoms flutter and spin into the shape of a pillar. And within them, the shape of a man forms, broad-shouldered and chiseled of jaw. He wears armor of charcoal and red. And a round great helm protects his head with relative degrees of success. In his hand is his weapon, a slightly deflated prolate ball. At 6'4", weighing God in damn. at about 225 pounds, <laughs> this is Titania's champion, Sir Thomas Brady of Florida, carrying the banner of the great city of Tampa Bay. And he says... Hey, guys, this lady says if I fight for her, I can be good at football until I'm 45, maybe longer. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Bye, Bye now. holding on to something.
That's really Which good. You, That's really impressive. Which of you is that? That's your husband. Look at the waves. I'm I'm looking at my speech, man. That was amazing. How, how are you so good at that? <laughs>